0: What would you say you do here?
1: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. So no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. This
2: man sucks. So if you try to walk into say a bar, like an establishment, Paul,
0: try to walk into a bar, okay?
2: And it's not open yet, and it's still forty minutes, forty-five minutes before it opens. Mm-hmm. Do you have the audacity to ask if you can just come in anyway? No. I don't know why people think that this is a thing that they can just do.
0: <clears throat> How, has this happened more than once?
2: This happened this morning, and it happens on a weekly fucking basis. And I don't know, I don't know what the deal is. Like, I don't know why. I, I know part of it comes from Entitlement. Is there nothing else and it's open,
0: like, in the immediate area that l- someone could go hang literally
2: out? Literally nothing opens up until 11 o'clock downtown except for, like, uh, Milino, Jalisco. And they, I think they open at, like, 9 for breakfast.
0: Then you should sit in there.
2: Well, that I tried to do that, and I, my coworker decided that it was okay. He's like, ah, you know what, it's fine, but here's the thing. We're still working. We're still cleaning this and that and the other. And um, they... Uh, they're like, well, can we just sit at the bar? And the bar literally, Paul, we hadn't taken the the chairs down yet. Holy shit!
0: Are were they are these locals?
2: Yes, they're regulars. That's the worst part. Oh, I think they've God. become entitled because they're over, they're at a certain age, and they're they're just very entitled. But also, the one guy, one guy is two two dudes. They retired. I think, if I remember correctly, I think either they got divorced around the same time, or I know one of the guys' wives died and then they they had a re- retirement plan to retire the southwest and that kind of all fell apart and so they ended up moving into the houses they were that that they, they they bought in kingman so whatever the one guy he's got this i think he's from cackalacky he's got that that hey, 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 that kind of slow mm-hmm. southern drawl kind of going on and i think that's where he's from cuz he's mentioned north carolina multiple t- or yeah north carolina multiple times but the first time he came in, he rubbed me the wrong way because he started. I was bartending. He started asking me, and he was like, how come y'all don't have more IPAs? I'm like, we have four IPAs on tap. That's 25% of our taps are IPAs. Well, this brewery that I go to in you North Carolina, da, 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 they do this and they do that. How come y'all don't make this kind of beer? Why don't you make this kind of beer? Why don't you make this kind of oh beer? Oh, my God. So not
0: only are they're early, or then the guy wants to come around it, early, and right. be a problem. So that
2: also. was that was months ago. That was last yeah. summer, and yeah. now now they they're regulars two or three times a week. Although maybe not after today. Right. They also have this little tiny like a miniature pincher little uh, the yap yap dog that they just let off leash and run around, and then get upset when people like they're like, "Hey, you almost stepped on my dog." I'm like, "Your dog is running under people's feet. Your dog's aggressive." Right. Your dog thinks that it's it's ten times bigger than it actually is. And that dog has snarled at me and growled at me and has bared its teeth at me multiple times. I would hate to be in that business. And and then last week it shit on the patio twice and they didn't clean it up. I'm gonna come back there and shit on your patio. I If you shit on my patio, I'll shit in the cockpit of your plane. I swear to fucking God, I yeah, will. Yeah, I'll, I'll see your shit in my plane, and I will oh, I will yeah. shit in your Ranger. Oh, oh, in my one uh, 2001 <laughs> Ford Ranger, they can't fly? Oh, that's not one-upping anything, Paul. Oh, I don't mind shitting around. I will shit in your mouth right now. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so what do you do about that kind of shit? Speaking of shit, what, <laughs> what what you, you mean, what? I don't mean, you clean it up. That's not what I'm talking about. You have these people that come in want They're to sit in early and then well, they have their do- yippy dog that's aggressive so, and shitting everywhere. Holy fuck.
2: Our good friend Crystal Foss had the day off work today yeah. and she came down to bask in the sunshine and have a few beers. And she was sitting outside waiting for her food to be done, uh, or waiting to order food, something like that, and out front of Blackbridge and I walked uh uh Jesh texted me and said, Hey Crystal's here. She just asked if you were here and I was like, Oh yeah. So I walked out to meet with meet with her and talk with her. And as I'm walking past the bar, they had the oh, oh, earlier when these entitled assholes decided to just walk into the bar at, you know, mm-hmm. 40 minutes before we opened, uh Jesh told them, You need to put your dog on a leash. Oh why? We've never done that before. He goes, Because I'm asking you to. Mm-hmm. Forty minutes you're here f- 40 minutes before we open up the doors. I'm brewing we're getting ready to do an acid wash on on this one thing. There's going to be chemicals out here. There's 180-degree water. There's a column of boiling hot liquid 125 gallons deep. Right. I don't want your dog out here, and I don't want to trip over your dog. I don't want to do it. So this is my place. I asked you to put the dog on a leash. Put the dog on a leash, or you can leave. hmm uh-huh. And they're like, oh, I, know, I guess that makes sense. He didn't have to explain himself. It's fucking, it's not two dipshits from the South brewery. It's right. Jesh's big old fucking brewery. Right. So anyway, um, they did that under protest and got kind of pissy. Hour or so goes by and uh, I walked through the bar and the, they've got the dog on a leash, right? You know, And they're sitting at the bar, at the bar stools. And that dog like tr- jumps up on my leg to try and like for me to pet it. And I just didn't break stride. So then the dog growled and just went, At! and just, like, and bit my leg. Wow. Didn't draw blood. Mm-hmm. Barely gave me any sort of a scratch.
0: That still would have pissed me off.
2: I didn't break stride. I went outside, and I told, I talked to Crystal. I'm like, oh, hey, I, I'm still working out back if you want to come out back and hang out. And she's like, yeah, let me order my food and tell them to deliver it out back. And I walked through, and I walked you know, out back, to, and I said, Jesh, that dog just fucking bit me on the leg. I'm fucking sick of it. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he looked, and you could kind of barely tell there's a scratch. It. I'm like, sure. it doesn't matter. Right. That's unchecked aggression. And I want that fucking dog gone. So Jesh went in there and said, hey, that's now two complaints on your dog, like at least uh, either biting or. Uh, growling and barking at people. It's barking all the time. You like to think it's okay to bring your dog here without, not on a leash because it's a small dog. Well, that's it. The dog's gone. Don't ever bring the dog back here ever again. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Well, we're sorry. We, you know, we can keep on the leash." And he's like, "No, your dog is eighty-six. Period." And then they they f- like didn't even finish their beers and then left a few minutes later. Good, which is fine. Yeah, no fucking loss there. It's just the entitlement there, and I'm like, how the fuck, like. I don't know where that. Didn't totally these people from. work in fucking service industry when they were kids?
0: Also, like, you say, say there's a certain age. I, I I believe you that that's more common with people that are a little bit older. But it it also doesn't make any sense. I, again, I believe you, but it doesn't make any sense because when they were younger, you wouldn't have dogs in restaurants and correct. shit like that at well, all.
2: The dog thing I don't think comes from age. I think the dog thing comes from them just being entitled, and the entitlement thing comes from in a, a certain age. Right. But also, it comes. It, it's not. It's not always right. There are entitled twenty-two year olds. I know. Oh, I yeah. fucking run across them all the time. But on, but on the whole, the entitlement thing of, well, we're old and we get to do whatever the fuck we want because what do you do? Beat up an old man? Yeah.
0: You can get yeah. Well, Step toe min- to
2: toe with me at seventy fucking years old, and, and we'll see what you know, happens.
0: Or at Minimum, you're gonna be leaving. Yeah, that, it, that's what you can. Yeah, you will yeah.
2: physically leave, and I will open up the front door with your fucking head. I've done it before, and I'll do it again. So. Those guys I I'm like I it was like a, a weight lifted when they left. And I'm telling Crystal about this and she's like, "Yeah, I know the type." I just can't stand that shit. And I'm like, "And it's not the dog's fault. I can't blame the dog as much as I want to kick the fucking dog through the window." Right. It's not the dog's fault. There's the, no There's Dog no, is brought being brought there, right. by the shitty, way. Shitty uh, dogs are just like kids. They're shitty ones and they're not there it's not their fault. Right. It's their parents fault. Right. So yeah, I
0: I, I I I could not do what you guys do. There, there's no there's no way. <laughs> the
2: human factor is the toughest thing of working in the service industry for sure. Yeah. Speaking of, yes. I need I I have you seen the menu? The movie? No, I have not. Shit. Did it win you, awards? I don't know if it won awards or not. I don't watch the Oscars. It was on
0: last night. I I didn't watch yeah. it last night either.
2: I'm glad that uh, Ki Kwan... A one for everything, everywhere, all the time, every day. Whatever the fuck the name of that movie is, it's a. It's a I, I don't like the name of that movie because it's annoying because it's really long. But it's an incredible movie. But that's the guy that played Kihai Kwan is the guy who played um, Data in uh, Goonies. Yes. Little uh, Japanese kid. Yes. And then uh, I think he's Japanese. Maybe he's Chinese. Oh, Probably they all Chinese. Look alike. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Tell me you grew up in the south without telling me you grew up in the south. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh No, I think he might be Chinese now. I think, but he also played short rounds in uh, Indian Jones and the Temple of Doom. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Never really did too many acting roles. And then uh, he went on to, you know, he grew up and went to college and did this. And then ended up going back into acting. And he won a fucking, the best actor. Okay, cool. Last night. I was, I was a really, really, just, I thought it was really, really cool. I don't and, think
0: I've seen any of the movies that were even, I didn't even watch the, I haven't I, watched movies this year. Well, I, I did watch Top Gun Maverick. So, well, yeah. You know, and that was that was about it this past year. I think this past Oscar season. That's it. Didn't didn't tune in at all last night. Did some other stuff.
2: I I actually had forgotten about it and then did kind of didn't care. Uh right. mostly because I used to be like you, I used to be very uh very much up on like as soon as they announced the the nominees for like best picture. I would go and make sure I watched all of them. I usually had already watched about half of them.
0: Same here. I just, the last couple, I wonder if it was a COVID thing, too. It's like, oh, fuck it, don't go to theaters, that kind of thing.
2: uh, See, Best Picture was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, That was the winner. But Top Gun, Maverick, Women Talking, the uh, Banshees of Inishirin, which is great. Did Top Gun win anything? Uh, Best Airplanes? Best Airplanes. Nope, <laughs> sorry, actually that was all quiet on the western front that that one for Best Airplanes. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? The menu wasn't even nominated for best picture. So that's fine. It wasn't fine. even, it on wasn't the even menu? No, no it wasn't even on the menu. <laughs> uh Top Gun Maverick was it was uh nominated nominated for best picture. Oh, it was? Yeah, okay. Brendan Fraser won Fraser won for The Whale. won best actor. Best actress was Michelle Yeoh. I don't even know what The Whale was about. Uh I haven't watched it yet. You can't really watch it. I don't, or now you can. It's streaming for purchase. Okay. Or rent or something like that for like 20 bucks, but hmm. I wanted to see it in the theater because it's, you know, I had heard it was going to get a wide release, but apparently that didn't happen. It's a whale. Yeah. Get it? Wide release.
0: Um there was apparently an overfly of F-18s over the Oscars. And that's how Jimmy Fallon, not Jimmy Fallon. Jesus. Jamie Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel, thank you. Yeah. Uh, parachuted in, you know, that was part of the skit. Was, they had a couple of F-18s. Oh. and I think it was female pilots
2: parachuted from the yeah right. from an F eighteen. Okay, then he,
0: yeah, and then he kind of floated in. And it was oh yeah, here he is, and that you know, it was a little a funny skit where Tom Cruise was supposed to be in the front seat, and they was telling him to eject, and he didn't want to eject. And he said, "Why are you like this, Tom? Why are you like this?" Okay, that is kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of fun. That part was kind of funny. Yeah, and then they jumped out, or they you know they they bailed punched out, and Jimmy Kimmel was floating down onto the stage. So there you have it. That's how it opened up. I didn't watch the rest, I only watched that part this morning, didn't watch the rest of the monologue though, so, but he's got some pretty good writers and stuff, so I think it might be kind of a funny monologue. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not going to because I'm not going to watch the Oscars because I didn't watch any fucking movie. Right. I'm not going to spend the time to do it. I watched
2: a a few of them, I watched The Fablemans, which is Steven Spielberg's little, kind of a a pseudo-biopic of his parents, or grandparents, I think it's parents. Uh, the everything, everywhere, all day, early day, or whatever the fuck it's called. I watched that one last summer, and I was like, "This is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life." Really? Banshees of Inishirin, That one was really good. I was. What's like,
0: the everyone, everything, every what the fuck is that? All day,
2: early day. What, what's <laughs> I'm gonna start calling it all day, early day. What's it basically about? I can't even fucking tell you, man. Okay, all right. You'd have to you have to just watch it. Okay. Now, the reason why I bring up the menu is that it's one of the coolest movies I've ever seen. I was kind of hoping you'd seen it, because it's on HBO Max and Netflix or Hulu or something like that. And I just watched it last week. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea is that it, it kind of pokes fun at uh, people that uh, that pay exorbitant costs for fine dining. Oh, okay. But it's a it's a it's essentially a thriller, like it's a it's a horror thriller, kind of a horror movie. It's not really a horror movie. It's not like there's no jump scares or there's no monsters or anything like that but i mean it's got some fucking heavy hitters in it like the actors like john Leguizamo's in it which i hadn't i was like i haven't seen that guy in a movie since like john wick
0: there's no sandworms
2: no sandworms okay. no sandworms no Shy hulud <laughs> shout out to my dune fans out there uh there's so that one chick with the giant eyes i can't remember her fucking <laughs> the name giant yeah eyes. Uh, and then Rafe finds he plays like <clears throat> this chef who's like a world renowned chef. Now you have to almost like they made that movie to poke fun at things, but they also are it's very incredibly well done. You have to kind of know like uh, you'd have to recognize like the way that they have the the, the you have, what it is all these people come to an island with this restaurant and there's a, there's a handful of restaurants like that around the world. Okay, that are. You kind of take a boat there, and it's isolated and secluded, and these are like high level, this like three Michelin That Star part is true. Part yes. Is true. yes. Uh, and then it's uh, you have all this; it, it's uh, all couples, like all pairs of people. And as the like as they introduce each character through uh, through you know dialogue and scene and whatnot, and do the character development, you come to find out you've got the food critic, uh, two food critics that got married. Uh, and this food critic is apparently known for being – she's a New York Times food critic. Mm-hmm. So she puts something out there that can make a break a restaurant. Sure. Within a matter of months. So you have them, and then you have this one guy who's just, like, totally into food and loves taking pictures of food, loves eating fine dining and knows how to cook the food, but he's never really done it. Like, he just – he knows, he's like, oh, well, this is uh pushed through this kind of sieve and whipped with this kind of whisk and this and that. Like, he knows – he has book knowledge, but he's never – sweated his ass off on a line a for 10 kitchen, hours yeah. yeah he's just never done it which i know those people and i am kind of that guy but i've also worked in kitchens before yeah, I, mean, I just like, haven't you know, done you know, it in a you know long time cook and do shit correct food, so yeah. but but i also know i can i can pick something like pick stuff apart and i yeah. tend to do that and there's all these and then you have like the the rich guy four rich guys that were three rich guys that work at a high-end company that uh is like one of the like the regular customer at this one restaurant that the chef used to own and so, like, no, we're friends of his. Like, they're looking for special treat. It's like all the different, like, stereotypical, like, tomes. People are there. Uh, yeah. Are are in are represented. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm texting Carmela, like, giving her play-by-play because she'd already seen it multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is already shaping up to be one of the coolest movies I've ever seen. And she goes, honey, you're only 20 minutes in. Just fucking wait. <laughs> and so the, there's like a, what is it, eight courses, six or eight courses that the chef has prepared. Okay. And one of the courses, like the bread course, he, uh, the guy, uh, Ray finds, like the chef, walks out and he's talking to everyone. So it's, the next course is the bread course. <laughs> bread was uh, eaten by commoners only up until about a hundred years ago. But you are all not commoners, are you? You're a little bit better than commoners, <laughs> so you don't get a bread course. <laughs> and brought them out a plate with dipping sauces that they had to use their finger or a spoon. <laughs> 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 and I'm like holy shit that's hilarious so that's like and he goes through each course and each course is representative of some stereotypically shitty thing that customers of fine dining and not just fine dining just regular just dining just restaurants right and it's it, I, but I won't I, I'm not going to spoil anything for you because I really need you to watch it and it's one of those
0: Is it on uh where can I watch it now
2: I don't remember right it's now. I well right meow it's uh I think think i think it's on Hulu.
0: amazon who okay i need to do hulu thing i haven't done hulu it's one of the few at amazon prime hbo netflix i have those
2: oh it's on hbo max HBO. cool i got that yeah it's on hbo max the menu yeah the menu and it's uh, it just watch it maybe watch it tonight after i leave okay then we'll have uh, we'll be able to discuss it more but it's um yeah it's 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 fucking awesome it's and the funny thing is, like, you, I know enough about, like, famous fine dining spots that I could tell exactly what they were referencing, every single little reference that's in there. Not every single one of them, but, like, the bigger ones, like the way the, like, being on an island. Mm-hmm. That's a place up in Washington State that is, like, three-star Michelin, da 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 whatever, and you stay there. Like they have hotel rooms, or oh. like, or they have like Airbnbs on the island. So you don't just eat island. and then leave, you right? Yeah. And you're kind of stuck on the island for the until the ferry comes back at seven a.m. or whatever. And
0: everybody has sex with each other.
2: Yeah, that's uh, usually. I mean, that's what kitchen staff does, right? So, so there you go. Uh, but also little things like the shapes of the plates. The final uh, like dessert is uh, a uh, is definitely a parody of a dessert that Grant Achatz did at Alinea, in, uh was that in Chicago? And I just know these little things, or like the the way the the plates are shaped. Is this one specific restaurant that does that? So they're and they're so not only is, are they calling out the different stereotypical people. patrons, yeah, but they're also kind of poking fun at these chefs Super that are high like, dollar, high high end, yeah, yeah. And it's a yeah, it's an incredible movie, and I encourage everyone to see it because it, it's especially if you've never worked in food service, you definitely should watch it. And if you were in food service, you have to watch it. It's So there fucking was required. Um,
0: there was this uh, really shithole hole in the wall um, Cajun little mon pod nothing restaurant in uh, between Dallas and Fort Worth when I was a kid there.
2: This already sounds delicious. Yeah,
0: and and all and they had they only had like one or two things on the menu every time you go in. It doesn't matter. That's what it was like a bowl of a crawfishette touffe or uh some kind of jambalaya. And that that was kind of it. That was all they had.
2: And it was kind of different every day or Well it was
0: it was one or the other. Yeah, they they kinda of changed it up but it it, it, it was just that's what it was. Bowl of jambalaya, three ninety nine or whatever the. Oh, that fuck sounds it was. great. And then you get a hunk of bread with it, and you sit down on these shitty tables, and that I. It'd be kind of really cool if there were a Michelin star restaurant, yeah. that was just judged on the food alone, and it could be served in a styrofoam bowl. Well, that it, would be
2: great. It kind of a plastic it, spoon. It can be, and I have an example of it. And I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it's actually in the Tokyo subway, and it's a ramen a ramen place, and okay. it's a three star Michelin restaurant. Okay. So uh the way, With not fancy m- silverware and no, high, no. In high fact, dollars, it's all to go. Trying because it's on the subway. Play. There's okay. nowhere to sit. It's a, it's so or not on know, the subway in it's in the subway those station
0: cube uh, container things when they give it to you. Whatever, Most likely, yeah, something like yeah, that. something
2: yeah. like that. So, Michelin star, Michelin ratings, and like the uh, the reviewers, the, what they're looking for is whatever you've put out there. Mm-hmm. That's going to get judged. If you only do to go, they're not judging you on your that's, that's your. It, yeah. uh Fucking plating techniques and this and that and the other. Right. They're not judging you on that. Cool. They're judging it based off of just the merits of the flavor and the service. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, if you have, and if you want to go so high up as you have a different liquor or wine or beer paired with every single course, mm-hmm. they're going to review every single one of those those the, those things too. It's so much so uh, the, more difficult to keep the, that going. Exactly. But because pain, of consistency yes. and things like yeah. that. It, that's why three-star Michelin restaurants are fucking rare. There's under like 300 in the whole goddamn world or something. Yeah. In fact, there might be under 200. I know that there's not more than, like, I think there's only 30 in the United States. Like, well, which they is, probably, and there's probably
0: no um, rules. In other words, if, if some year, a couple years, if no restaurants are worthy of three stars, they're not going to, Right. there might be none for a little while. They,
2: and they don't, yeah, they don't give them out. It's like the, yeah. like the Fields Medal for mathematics. Right. They don't always give it out. They only give it out every four years. Which what I don't agree with on the Oscars, by the way. I think if it's a bunch of shitty if movies. there's bunch of shitty movies, they shouldn't give it out. No, it's the best of the movies that came out that year, right? Which could be a crappy movie. It could be a crappy movie, but it's the best, right? Uh, the Oscars are so corrupt and flawed anyway because there's a whole like it's just like political campaigning. It starts right. fucking eight months ago, nine months ago. Yep. But uh, yeah, the with the so this there's a the ramen place is we need a ramen place downtown yeah and i've thought about that i actually talked about that with a, a couple people several years ago this is and such it, a it just thing to
0: have right now in every i don't city
2: you go to almost think has. you could i don't think you could be open in the summertime here i don't think enough people would go to a place that only serves soup in the summertime in arizona yeah. i just I'm not here no
0: i know I know
2: Like you can get away with that In Flagstaff Or or Williams maybe Or like over in eastern Arizona In the higher altitudes Where it's yeah. it, it, it does get down to 50, 60 degrees at night You know And people might want to have some Ramen or Slurky early in the, in the, the morning ramen. Or, or after skiing Or something like that Absolutely But I don't know That we could support it
0: Yeah Hmm uh, That's a thought Don't like that thought But that's a thought Negative thought That ruined my Ruined my idea It's not my idea Everybody wants ramen Everybody loves ramen it.
2: every Everyone everywhere always All day early day loves ramen Or
0: everyone loves ramen Get it?
2: Everybody loves ramen I hate you so much <laughs> <laughs> You I can't a, believe you made terrible, an everybody loves ramen joke That's terrible oh, it's, not even a, it's not even a dad joke no, it's it's a it's, fucking, it, That's a dirty uncle joke That's awful. a terrible joke It's really awful Like
0: You're going to start checking me for a molestation uh, What do you want to call it?
2: Tendencies. Tendencies.
0: And that's one of them. That joke right there.
2: Uh, Suta. Suta. It's a ramen. Uh, it's it's a ramen eatery in uh, Tokyo. Why are we looking at one? Up? I, I looked that one up because it couldn't. It was bugging me that I couldn't remember oh, that's the name of the Michelin of it. star one. Uh, yeah, and it okay. is. There is no place to sit down, and it is. Uh, it is all to go. To go, and it's and all cheap. Po-
0: probably slinging that ramen it, out about. It's like
2: a shotgun speed. Boom. Yeah, boom, just. Boom. They're like like like. Uh, like Bikini Girls at the NASCAR race, which is like with the T-shirt can, which just a bunch <laughs> of noodles and fucking soup. They're going, boom, boom, You get some ramen. You get some ramen. There you go, Meemaw. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. T-shirt cannons. Got to remember that going to baseball games. Oh, I bet. Jesus yeah. Christ. I haven't seen one in 20 years, man. I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking T-shirt cannons. <laughs> so stupid.
0: There's something else that we should. Yeah, we should have a restaurant that serves food out of a like a T-shirt cannon gun. I don't, know, I don't kind of, want that. I, that sounds—it sounds terrible.
2: I want to shoot baguettes with it. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what we should do, Paul. What? You have the hangar. We have access to this giant area. Yeah. We should make potato guns. Well, you ever you built a mo- potato gun? Yes.
0: You need more room than this to fire them in because they go a lot further
2: than this. Yeah. No. I, there's, what is it? Four thousand acres of airport property out here. Come on. I'm sure the FAA would have something to say about that. I like that. the idea of going out to the you know, the shooting range that's near here. That's yeah, not really shooting range. There, yeah, just go out there and just firing off the potato gun. Like, potato hey what's can. up boys? Brought the brought my new weapon and they're like, What the fuck is that? And I'm like you'll see and then just start putting like, I Built one when I was uh, me and a handful of friends built one years ago. Mm-hmm. I built multiple, but we the, the it was all black ABS plastic because we blew up one. Right. Oh, well, that'll yeah. And sent shrapnel into people's legs People and shit. The same like was...
0: thing with the same idea, but they're actually casting stuff and putting bowling balls in these motherfuckers, yeah. and they're blasting them across
2: oh. you know ravines and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So. We had the idea mm-hmm. of using frozen lemons, and oh, and we could change the caliber of our. Uh, Oh, our, really? our barrel unscrewed. Yeah, you. Could, I, put, okay. I put. We put threads on it, and mm-hmm. uh, would. It, it also looks good to be able to break it down and like rather than driving around with that thing in the bed of your truck, you break it down. Kind of, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 a it's technically discreet. a firearm. You're not really supposed to build them. I'm probably yeah. on a fucking list somewhere. But uh, yeah, we decided that uh, potatoes weren't cutting it, so we. I went, I was like, all right, I'm going to get a smaller diameter. So I bought a bag of lemons at Walmart and then went over Lemons? To this, lemons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lemons. I bought a bag of lemons, opened it up, took one lemon out, and walked into True Value and just went to the PVC pipe section. And we're sizing up and the up pipe. Sizing up lemons. The guy comes over, he goes, uh... can I help you with something? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what caliber I want for my <laughs> barrel. And he's like, what in the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs> so I... I Found the right caliber, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and and we're not going to be dead exact each one because they're going to be a little bit. No, there is a little. But they're all similar. They're all similar exactly. Similar size, yeah, and you, uh, especially the ones in the bag, that's because right. those are all sorted by size. Machine there, yeah, you know, they're close enough. They're the tolerances there, are like maybe a quarter inch, so which is perfectly fine because they're squishy. What is not squishy is a. So what we did is we took some of the lemons, we started firing them, and they they would blow apart from the pressure, right? And you just have like lemon juice everywhere and then like a couple pieces might hit your target. Mm-hmm. So we took the lemons and cut them in half and froze them. Okay. And then pushed them in flat side, you know, the cut side facing toward the combustion chamber. Okay. Towards the breech. Yeah, the breech. <laughs> uh and these are all these are not a breech load. Although you could do breech load. We tried messing around with that but there's a pain in the has to unscrew it. Put, the, put your projectile in there. You need some more machining and design. Work yes, to make a yeah. Breach-loaded lemon it, cannon. Breach-loaded breech- lemon cannon was my name in high school, actually. <laughs> it was like breach-loading, baby. They breach-load. They breach-load. For short. <laughs> BLLC, boys. That's what's up. <laughs> anyway, so we froze these lemon halves, and then we went out to the desert and found an old car. Mm-hmm. And at mm, 200 feet? Hundred and fifty feet, I think we might have, may have or no, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, seventy five yards. We we paced off seventy five yards. Okay, so hundred hundred fifty feet. At hundred fifty feet, that will go through a steel car door. Wow. Yeah.
0: Another twenty five feet longer than this long side of this hangar. This is yeah. This 120 that seems feet
2: from there to there. That seems about feet. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that was incredible. And then we're like. This fucking thing is scary. So then we brought out the potatoes Mm -hmm. again and started messing around with those. And then like we did (laughs) one of my dear friends are pretty dense. They are pretty dense, but they're also uh, they tend to um, you notice how like. You can squeeze a potato and it'll you can crush it, Mm. but if you snap it, it does. It's brittle as well, right? So that's what would happen with that cannon—is it it had enough power? Busted them when they yeah, yeah. it would blow. It would bust them, and you'd end up getting like a couple projectiles that came close to your target. Okay, but what we decided to do—this is so fucking stupid my buddy was like hey uh and he's this guy went on to be a combat engineer in the (laughs) army corps of engineers doing nothing but demolitions in baghdad perfect perfect yeah uh and he goes hey i got an idea uh i got something in my truck let's do this and i can't believe this i don't remember what the project was but i know him and his dad used to do like metalworking projects right Mm -hmm. and he had bought some rebar and went and use a chop saw and cut them down to specific lengths well by god they were about the exact same length as a potato mm-hmm. at like a russet potato okay and so what we did was we jammed that in, the, the, in, the, in 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 like jammed the uh steel uh rebar in the center of the gun or mm-hmm. the center of the potato, excuse potato. Me, the potato jammed it in there and then shot it at the door well it hit the fucking door it didn't go straight Oh, went sideways. It went sideways as soon as the potato. Because it, it and when I remember so like telling Sean this, he hold that it. Like it, I, I told Sean this <clears throat> maybe a year ago. He goes, "Yeah, that's the idea behind uh, armor-piercing rounds, mm-hmm. is that you have softer material on the outside that helps. It just brings that projectile that's tungsten because a tungsten bullet is too fucking heavy, right? Right. But a rod of tungsten carrying a small explosive charge inside can do a lot of fucking damage. Oh, yeah. and will go through." you know, four inches of armor multiple. Yeah. So he's like, what you basically did is you took, you had your soft projectile that covers the, the hard projectile Mm -hmm. and it doesn't increase your mass and it goes farther. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and it probably blew away and didn't hit it sideways. Cause I told him what it looked like. What it looked like is that it it hit the steel on, you know, the car door, right. Mm -hmm. Or fender or whatever it was and started to go in and kind of slid to the side and then sliced through the metal and opened it up about th- two or three inches. And then we're like, we went up and looked at that and we're like, uh, I don't know if we should do that again. And then we decided to do that again because we're sure. 17 and fucking stupid. Yeah. I can't believe I have all of my limbs intact. I, and my eyesight, oh, I yeah. still fucking can't believe that.
0: A lot of people, well, not a lot, but some people are left without... Certain yes yeah, faculties and during that time period during that age Jesus period.
2: but so, yeah. yeah that was uh that was that was my potato gun story, and there's so much fun, and I think with your knowledge and skill set and engineering and my dumb ideas, I think maybe we could build something that could really fucking kill somebody
0: yeah, it would blow our face off,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I would like to get into it to a point where like maybe build a stand for it. Mm-hmm. So that you can kinda you can adjust and hit trajectories and whatnot and see what kind of distance we can get. For a get.
0: while those uh, the, like those trebuchets and all that were popping for the pumpkin pump pumpkin chunking, The pumpkin chunkin'. Yeah. I I've
2: actually built a trebuchet as well. Not for that, but it was right. it was literally after I don't know, I, I had to been twenty one or twenty two, something like that, maybe twenty three, and my dad, for my dad's birthday I got him the first two seasons of Northern Exposure mm-hmm. on D V D. And then we got to talking about the one. I don't know if you ever watched that show. Seems like a Paul kind of show to watch because it's weird and quirky. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, do you remember when they built a trebuchet to launch the I think it was it was the launch the Volkswagen Bug. Is that what it was? Or piano. They're retiring at somebody's piano. Okay. And they built this giant fucking trebuchet. And I mean, they oh, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. The the counterweight was like a crushed up car.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, and they yeah.
2: launched this fucking piano like 300 yards. And they didn't expect to do it. They're like Uh, that was a northern exposure. Well, that, was, that was a northern, northern exposure. I th- okay, I thought yeah. I saw
0: this on one of the British shows too that they were over there and they, maybe they they duplicated that that stunt or something like that with a trebuchet yep. and a piano. Could be.
2: Yeah, I I think I remember that. Well, I got to talking about that episode with my dad and one of my friends was present and he goes, "We should build a trebuchet." Well, my parents have all that property cuz he his, he lived on He lived on, like, 10 acres out North Stockton Hill Road, but the 10 acres butted up to a bunch of BLM land, Mm -hmm. and his dad just leased it because you can just do that and pay the government, like, $1,000 a year, and you have an extra, like, 80 acres or something like that that he never did anything with. He just fenced it off. Yeah. And so we would go out there and just do dumb shit because it's right up next to a mountain, so you can go out there and shoot or, you know, whatever. Sure. And we went, and over the course of a weekend, we built, well, it was mostly Saturday, Saturday 7 a.m we're at true value buying this and and whatever because we went out to his place went through the list of things that we would need that he didn't have that was just lay, scrap that was laying around and getting you know fucking lag bolts and that did like all this stuff and our i can't still can't fucking believe this our counterweight you're gonna love this <sighs> was do you know the water cubes that people haul around in the back of their truck yeah, around here Here at this- business yes, think, right here. Yeah. yeah we have one for grain we cut the top off of that. yes. that's where our spent grain yep. Gro- yep, goes into yep. so it was the 500 gallon version of one of those mm-hmm. and we mounted it to the you know the as a counterweight to the trebuchet and they seal up pretty well and they're they're encased in that cage so you can you can you strap them down well we used uh ratchet straps to strap it down but it was sitting on a platform you know sitting on its own platform right but ratchet strap to that platform and to the uh the pivot or the uh the lever mm-hmm. and had to use a we used an electric winch
0: nice that yep use an electric yeah. winch to, to pull to it down
2: back. yep and we were able to fling a bowling ball i'm not even gonna lie paul it it it, it came close to a quarter mile
0: I I don't doubt it. It was
2: incredible. It was a sixteen pound bowling ball, and I, and it scared the shit out of us because of how far it went. Because we're at the very front of that property, Did you, did you see it
0: launch. Or oh, or did oh, you, did we, you miss it? You know, it's no. Like, oh shit! We it go? saw
2: it. We saw right where it went, and we uh, they had one of those. Uh, it was like a range finder kind of thing, like you would use for hunting. Yeah, and it hit the side of that mountain about a hundred feet up mm-hmm. on the mountain. My God. So we were able to do that range finder, and it was like nine hundred and sixty feet, or something like that. This wow! So stupid. Uh, so we drained some of the water out of that uh, out of that thing. We drained like half the water out of it because it was completely full. Jesus! What is that? Four thousand pounds? Thereabout uh, would be uh, five hundred times uh, times eight eight point two
0: five something. Oh, like I that. thought it was right at
2: eight, but uh, either way, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, about four thousand pounds. That That's was dumb. That, yeah. Hey, you want to take a break? Sure. All right, we'll be back with more Trebuchet talk. Oh. Uh,
1: No, I've drunk now. Ladies and gentlemen, I, pro- I forgot my favorite man sitting over there. His name is Mr. Doublina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Doublina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Doublina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina, Mr. Doublina, Mr. Bob Double, Mr. Doublina, Mr. Bob Double, Mr. Dubolina, Mr. Double Mr. Mr. Bob Dabolina, Mr. Bob. I want to quit. You really make me sick with your fraudulent behavior. You're gonna make me flippin' then an army couldn't save you. Why don't you behave, you little rug rat? Take a little tip from the tabloid. Because I know I'm not paranoid when I say I saw you trying to mock me. Now you and your crew are on a mission trying to hawk me. It isn't happening, your porch lint You used to front big time, now I suppose that everything's cool since the style of apparel you adopted. You used to make fun of, but now you wanna rock it. So you gotta kick it with the homie. But D E L is already hip to your cronies. Me and CMP has thought about this. And never have we seen a brother who would hover like Mr. 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 Mr., Mr. Dabalin. Mr. Stuff, he me. Prince could be fraudulent, just to wait and see, first he was my money grip, then he stole my honey dip, Mr. Dabalina is a serpent, don't you agree? The little two-timer resembles that Jemima with jeans and a dirty white hoodie, seems like he wouldn't be a snake or Woody, disguises come in all sizes and shapes, notice the facade of the snakes, they all catch the vapes even though last year there was GQ, took a lot of time before the DEL could see through the to do is ask the Elbawa and Kwame, and my man thought if they were bombing. Eh? Fraudulent, flow with the strength of Hercules. The way you're on my dick must really hurt your knees. You need to take heat and quit being such a groupie. Ever since I did a little show in Guadalupe, I never saw a groupie like you. But what is funny is you wanted to be down with my crew, but DEL is not down with any. Of justice, so I would suggest that you try to impress some professor, Dabalina, because you don't impress me, Dabalina, the style of justice is not the key, Dabalina, it's all on the mind and the heart, so you should start by remembering you gotta pay a fee, Dabalina. Double, double, double.
2: Well, you worked in food service, correct? You worked at Del Taco I did.
0: <laughs> And
2: And Domino's two, two friends. Two friends <laughs> Do, OTP dos, outside the perimeter. Yeah, Dos Amigos. In the white, second whitest fucking white, Mexican establishment in the in the East.
0: White Cobb County. Oh God. The white part of Cobb County.
2: And they, they I'm surprised they didn't protest a Taco Bell coming. We don't like your kind round here.
0: Right. Uh so yeah, what what are the restaurants that I work in?
2: Dos Amigos, worked Domino's place called
0: the Pizza Ring. The Pizza Ring. Which I think was more of a drug ring, to be honest. I <laughs> think what it I think it's what it was. Oh
2: god, the amount of drugs that came into yeah, and were distributed places. out of fucking little Caesar's Pizza in my time there is kind of fucking bad. But I was
0: never a weight person. You know, I I filled water glasses and set tables and that kind of you stuff. You were and, back of the house predominantly. Yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. <clears throat> and um let me think, was there another restaurant I worked at? <clears throat> I don't really know. But I do know this: we the best waiter there was a uh, Hispanic guy, and he he spoke pretty good English. You know, I, it, it was very good English. Let, let's say he was the best. He was the best waiter there. Could serve the most tables and was the least the least panicky of all. Of them. He, he had it all figured out. He
2: probably came from some butt fuck area that is like just glad to be deal not getting shot at or something. You right. know what I mean? Or it's just great. Or the thing was, maybe he's the, I have a friend right now who was the breadwinner in his family starting at 14 when his dad died, or 13. Yeah, He started getting little odd jobs, you know, when he was a teenager to help his mom and his brother and his sister or two brothers. But this this guy would
0: kill it with, with like I said, he he wasn't running around like a chicken with his head cut off. No,
2: he'd call him cool collected because he knew he needed to keep his shit together so he can come home and bring bring home enough money to pay the electric bill. And he
0: never bugged me about, like, I would be happy to fill water glasses, but it was always the other people that were panicky and didn't know how to do it. And he was like... Oh, I got it. Hey, you want to fill your water glasses? No, man, that's cool. I got it. I got it. That's they're cool. Good. Go look at it. They're good. <coughs> I they're love like, watching
2: somebody who's <laughs> just doing kind of what they're supposed A-tone to be doing. A professional. Yeah. Everything was just yeah.
0: smooth. He was smooth moving around.
2: See, I mostly worked right. back of the house. I worked front of the house a little bit. Uh, and, it you know, it, working at pizza, you're kind of, because it wasn't like, I didn't, I, on, I, I only worked at one place that served pizza that was a sit-down restaurant, but it was mostly, that place was mostly bar food and steaks and hamburgers and like good like locally raised beef like steaks right. it was and it wasn't what was expensive most expensive item on the menu was uh i think it was uh fillet like like filet mignon i think it was like 35 bucks or something like that okay anyway so i worked in about i see six restaurants seven restaurants most of it back of the house but there were times where the we had a big rush the kitchen is dead we're not getting any new orders in and we would go up go out and help clear the tables help uh take checks up and just and and just you know just check on people just to help sure. the wait staff because i got a huge rush you know yeah. so and i did some of that but i, I really kind of just didn't like it i preferred which is funny because i've been a bartender for a long time now like over a decade and the face-to-face interaction when it comes to food is different than serving people alcohol yeah. especially if you're not passionate about that food Right. Usually the people passionate about the food are the ones in the back making the fucking food. Right. And they're not going to serve it to the table typically in in most restaurants and like that. No. But I'll tell you, the reason why I bring this up is that I know you've experienced this, and I experience it basically, on a weekly basis at least, is uh, I'm trying to figure out where along the line did it become, in some people's minds, a lot of people's minds, totally acceptable to treat service staff like shit. Right. And this and is a this is a big topic now. it's a huge topic no. and it's a uh, it, to me like if you tr- if you treated your your nurse like shit that nurse can fire you as a patient 100 percent like i'm not gonna
0: deal with that guy yeah. Anymore. yeah
2: yeah they'll let the patient know i i understand that you're frustrated and i understand this da, 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 but you don't get to use that language with me i'm no longer your nurse Plus, and then by the way leave. the
0: nurse is the one that's Helping you in theory get better And why the fuck do you want to piss them yeah, off
2: Yeah don't piss them off for Christ's sake Don't piss off your bartender Don't right. piss off your barber Don't piss off your nurse Your
0: aviation mechanic Your
2: aviation mechanic I mean if you do Suddenly it's not your problem anymore But right. you know uh But yeah I don't I just don't know where that disconnect comes from And I know it's Because it's not a generational thing Yeah It's it's pan-generational 100% man Like I've seen uh But I will say this on the whole and I read this, and read it on on Reddit, and I've read it on other forums, and I've just over the years, um, I, one of the best quotes I read and it was I, and it was a it was a redditor from the, the the brewery subreddit, which is all professional brewers and cellarmen and, and mm-hmm. brewery owners and whatnot. It's a wealth of information, but somebody had asked about uh, waitstaff being treated like shit, and this one guy chimed in and he goes, "I can tell you right now, as someone who's owned a tap room for twenty five years, <clears throat> that." Uh, those people that do that are usually over a certain age, but not always. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you right now, in 25 years, hundreds, hundreds of people over, say, the age of about 55, mm-hmm. those are typically the people that do it. But I've had a handful over the years that were young. So I can tell you it's it's not exactly, it's not all one age bracket or generation. right. But it is predominantly in that, and I and I chimed in and agreed. And I I said I agreed. I've been you know uh, working at a brewery tap room as a bartender and a cellar man for about ten years, a little over ten years, and I can tell you that it is for the most part the older generation, and I don't know why, because they're the generation raised with better respect and manners. And sh-
0: yeah, it makes no sense. Like
2: things like I learned from my parents, you know, or I learned from my grandparents or other people's parents in that right. same, in that that same era, the same age, of stand up to shake someone's hand look them in the eye when you shake their hand like don't be loud and and and, and obnoxious right at the dinner table like that like all these basic fucking manners and it's like that all goes out the window as soon as you look at that person as someone who's serving you right and i i i don't you're paying them to do a job if i paid someone to clean my house i'm not gonna browbeat them unless they did a shit job right. but i'm not i'm still not gonna be a dick. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure yeah, you and yeah, you had I, you've had maids. You're rich. I'm <laughs> I ended up dating one. I mean, yeah, you <laughs> dated one of the maids. Oh god, there's a fucking porno in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, indeed, there. No, there was.
2: Was that the Was that no. the woman who was like, are you gay? Alejandra. Like Alejandra. That was oh, her. The oh, one yeah, that taught you the. Uh...
0: She was really, really attractive.
2: I like how she asked you if you're married. No. Hmm. Like she asked you a bunch of questions, and like a
0: series of questions, and then I think the last one was, "Are you gay?" No. Why? Because you know my place was reasonably clean. It was clean. It was I already had, clean. I didn't have a stack of. It wasn't. I was in my thirties, I guess. God knows. I yeah. Should've. Didn't have like a stack of like beer cans on display. You didn't have like <laughs> the liquor
2: bottles up on the pot shelves, right? That's my decade. shout out to Jeremy Foss, who had that well into his forties. <laughs> I crystal called him out on that. He was so embarrassed and I was like, dude, I just think it, whatever, man. Like the thing is, is not, it's not like for him, it's not Jaeger bottles or right. Jack Daniels or Jim Beam. It's like, this is a $700 bottle of sure. Glenfiddich, something or other Glenn Ranch. Something, you know what I mean? Like but that's still was like, okay, you paid yeah. the money for it, man. You get to display it. Yeah. I get that. But like
0: I had some of this same artwork that was in there too. And, and whatever, but um, yeah,
2: it looked nice, you know? Yeah.
0: Anyway. So we went, went out, but, um, went to the Atlanta botanical garden what we did
2: yeah and um where was alejandra from
0: uh central mexico nice and i we I, I asked we talked questions i said i i need i need some information on you know you guys and she thought i was a cop at some point oh i was but i was really curious to how this works she goes i come here every year and i work and she goes i've got family she goes i've got no intention of staying in the states she goes she goes i've got and she wouldn't speak quite this well but she goes i every year i come here i i work as much as i can i go back She goes, all my um Family or a lot of my family and their friends, they all know how to build stuff. They're all good, you know, subcontractors and right. things like that. She goes, "I'm building a house." She took me pictures of it. She goes, I, "I, I come back and I spend the money that I make and I have this work done and this work done and it's a beautiful little home." And she goes, it's all paid for. I'm paying for it.
2: Yeah, it's not a mortgage or anything like yeah. that. It's going to be goes,
0: we own we own the land. I'm going to have this house. When my house is done, I'm not coming back. Yeah, no shit. I've I got don't zero plans. I think that's fucking awesome. It was gorgeous Good it for was her. Beautiful, beautiful area yeah. down there too. I wouldn't want to come back either. Yeah. You know, she goes, yeah. I just don't I don't come here for, and her family also made side money on the weekends. Like they ended up making, oh, these are so fantastic. Like they're all crammed in this apartment. As you can imagine. the right. stereotypical thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, cranking out tamales. Yeah. yeah from they're all from there and they're oh, and they go boy. around to all the they knew where all their friends were, Mexican friends that were there building houses in the Atlanta. Oh, America, there were very, also
2: seasonal work yes, that and they would yeah. sell
0: to them and that's how they would because they're all they had a big factory going in this kitchen area of this apartment. It's just I cranking it's out tamales. Incredible.
2: Man. If you have like, say, fifteen people, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and I learned this from the Diaz clan, At Christmas Eve morning, mm-hmm. seven AM, they start they make up a big I can never remember the name of this punch, but it's Sprite. It's like uh, like two 2 liters of Sprite, like lime Kool-Aid packet, and uh, vodka and ice. Okay, and it's this incredible—not f- uh, vodka, uh, tequila. Why would it be vodka? They're not Russian. I don't know tequila, and it's fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. It's something. It's like sparkle or some shit like that is what they call it. They make it I, down you know,
0: there. It's like a tradition thing. or something I don't know. Though. It's a, Diaz, it's a it Diaz
2: family Christmas tradition because everybody okay. gets fucking loaded, and there's a big pot of posole on the stove. Okay, but what we would do, you—you'd have, uh, you're one person that's whipping the masa to keep it nice and you know warm and fluffy, mm-hmm. and then you have the person scooping that out. You scoop it, spread it. On the corn husk, and then you hand it to the next person. They and put the just filling in, and then you have another person puts like a different a filling line, in. Yeah, and then you have one person wrapping it up, and then you hand it off to that person. All their job is is to do is to tie it with a little chunk of corn husk at the top. Mm-hmm. And then you have another person who's putting them in the pot. And then once that's done, you do a shift change, mm-hmm. and everybody moves down a job, so everybody gets good at that job. So once you get to cranking them out, and they had like three steamers, steamer things well, really going. Good and yeah. oh, I went home with three dozen tamales we made. 16 dozen or 18 dozen t- tamales. Jesus Christ. Wow. But, yeah, you can crank them out. And they're and and when they're made properly, God damn it, they're good. But I bet so, hers were so fucking that's what delicious.
0: They were, I never knew them. Like, it was hard to go out with her because they were always busy doing something. They, yeah. And you know, when they were in the States, they were working. They weren't contrary to what people think. They weren't coming here taking advantage of our awesome health care system. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's let's just stop that fucking rumor. I will right say now.
2: Mexico <laughs> doesn't have the greatest healthcare system in it, but they do have something that it, that makes a lot of sense, which is is the lack of pres- need of, of for prescription. The pharmaceutical industry down there doesn't have a stranglehold on the that in, they, they don't have a, they don't they they don't have a, they have pharmaceutical companies, but they don't have like this whole industry like we have here. Right now they have the same drugs and the same doses, the same shit made by the same people, but they have different laws protecting people and keeping price gouging from being a thing Mm -hmm. and and you can not they do much cheaper it used to be in the in the 80s and 90s you know up until probably the late 90s it used you could just walk into a pharmaceria and say i want this and you could buy a bottle of fucking oxycontin vicodin all these things if you wanted to but then they started i think they started controlling opioids more and a handful of other things like i think that you don't have to have a prescription but it's like you have New to the Americans are coming down there and getting well, what it well that's that's i guarantee that's what it was and and yeah. buying a shit ton or going hitting up 15 farmacias and then going across the border and selling these pills at 10 bucks a pop right so they stopped doing that that uh, uh, probably 20 years ago but you can still just like when i stepped on a sea urchin in mexico right mm-hmm. and i had to have this paramedic yank everything out like went to a little Hour, like it's a, it, there's no hospital in this town, there's hospitals 30 miles away. So, sure. where this little clinic, it wasn't life threatening, I wasn't wheezing or anything kind like, like these of. Uh, yeah. What do you call these little clinics? The uh, uh, urgent care, it was right. like an kind urgent, of, kind of like one of those, it was like urgent care with one room. That was it, okay. One big room with like two exam tables and a small trauma table. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they do in here, but I love that the floor had a drain, so they must have done crazy <laughs> shit. And uh, as he's digging out uh, spines, these silica right. spines out of my foot. He writes something down on a piece of paper, hands it to my dad, and says, the pharmacy is across the street. Can you go get me a tetanus shot? And he wrote down the specific dosage. It wasn't a prescription. It was just whatever dosage that's the preloaded okay. syringe for a tetanus shot, because I couldn't remember the last time I had a tetanus shot. Mm-hmm. So he, my dad walked across the street, and $3 later, he had a, t- a dose of tetanus for me. Wow. And the medic was like, uh, you want to give it to him? And here's the alcohol, and here's so my dad. <laughs> pff, pff, in my, right in my butt cheek. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, back to the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out why people think that they're just so much better than everybody else that they that they in turn treat wait staff or service staff or anybody in retail Maybe. like any of those people like shit. Is it do you think it where do you think it comes from? I don't know. I'm I'm going to I'm just going to take a wag at it. What if these people if they're a little bit
0: older, what if they're hearing all this stuff like nobody wants to work anymore. So they're going to just berate everybody. Even if they're working, I don't know.
2: I could see that, but also that whole nobody wants to work anymore. That I don't know. That's that that hasn't been going on that long. This no. is I've experienced this kind of shit going back to childhood. I can remember my mom shouting down some guy sitting at a booth behind us, said, and he was being real shitty to this the the server, and he she walked away and he like said something under his breath and my mom was like I heard that and I've heard every single thing that you have said to her. You're a despicable, she called him a despicable human being. Wow. And I'm just sitting there, I'm probably like 12. I'm like,
0: okay, I think I want to leave now.
2: oh, (laughs) Sue's going to go to jail. (laughs) And he's like, what the fuck did you say? And then my stepdad, like, because he can be intimidating if he needs to be. He's typically not most of the time. Mm -hmm. But he's like, don't raise your voice at my wife. And don't raise your voice at that server ever again. And my mom my mom was like yeah you don't want to talk to me that way and i i can't believe you f- you think it's okay to speak to someone like that all
0: right maybe it's like in and the in so the-
2: i want so that's that's 30 years ago right so i don't know if it's the nobody wants to work anymore but i've also heard that bitch from multiple generations about other generations
0: maybe it's about uh like in the movie the wall if you've seen the movie the wall where where it's uh, on um um what's the fucking t- title of the song the main song that's in the we don't know uh, uh, the wall what the fuck another is that brick song? in the wall thank you another brick in the wall part two. remember I when you is.
2: told me that you're a pink F- pink yeah. floyd yeah, that aficionado was a, that was awesome. that was a lie
0: that was that was a true lie true lies that was a true lie um i think it's another brick in the wall part two actually i think i think it's actually the one because it's the yeah. one two and maybe three i should yes. know that too but i don't anyhow um where the teacher is you know Beating on the kids or angry at the kids because his in there's some shots of him his wife berating him. Yeah, yeah. So now he gets to take out and, and he just the takes out on the kids. So, so maybe that's what these people are being berated yeah. at home, and then that's that their best chance. It's
2: that same generational trauma thing. They're like, "Well, my dad beat the hell out of me, so I'm going to beat the hell out of my kid because that's how you raise a kid." Right. And then it just or, stops. Or, or the animals they kick the, <clears throat> kick the dog and <clears throat> set the, set
0: the cat on fire, you know, or whatever they do.
2: <laughs> Damn, uh, <laughs> fucking shit's different in the south. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it, it's. I, I wonder if it's something like that. If it's. If it's. Uh, it could be. It should, or it's a combination of things. And I know it's not the people that seem hoity-toity and well-to-do, like they have. Like they have a. They have a maid or a butler or something like that. It's not those no, people it's not typically in that does fact, that.
0: I've read. Now that you're bringing that up. I've read a thing about the ultra ultra. ultra wow. The ultra. The ultra. The ultra wealthy. <laughs> It wasn't about. It was. there was certain characteristics that that we don't think like, like, you know, like they again they they don't dress super flashy. They have nice stuff, but they don't advertise their money with namesake and all that. Yeah, kind of
2: that's stuff. a poor people thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're, they, they're it, trying it, to profile a, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that, that's a poor people thing. Of hey, look at this. I got this Tommy Hilfiger. This I've got Gucci. Right. This I okay. like like truly rich people. They'll go to a tailor, and the tailor has purchased expensive fabric, and then they will just have a suit made or have right. a dress it's made. It's not going have. A, like they're that. not going to flash yeah. what, what they what they had done. It's, but anyway, exactly. So
0: in the same article or book or the hell, it wasn't wasn't the millionaire story. There wasn't that book, but it had to do with um, uh, the serving people. So it says that in general, well, in general, the really wealthy people really don't talk about politics very much either. Right. They they just don't fucking they're, do they're,
2: it. Yeah, they're kind of above it.
0: Cause it's kind of. <clears throat> It's not really getting you anywhere. They know it's just fucking stupid. And probably have a lot of money anyway, so it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, and they also don't, so they're also very well known for not belittling waitstaff either. Correct, yeah. They won't do it, and they won't really complain that much. And They're not really known for being a Karen, to use the overworld term. They're not like that.
2: And I've heard that from people, I actually know two people who who have been estheticians to really high-end clients. One of them, is uh, one of Sharon's friends mm-hmm. uh, who lives in L. A. And she, she's worked in doing makeup and hair for like she's got like two or three athletes that she does their I think two athletes that she does their hair, hair, makeup, nails the whole bit the day of the ESPY Awards you know like the okay, Oscars yeah. for sports yeah um, but she her bread and butter really comes from a company that she works for this contractor with a uh, Lifetime network on she works on Lifetime movies okay and mm-hmm. does that kind of stuff so and she I said so. Are these celebrities like are they are they are they they are I know they're real people they all take a dump pretty much every day just like normal person you know but do they treat you differently and she's like about one out of every 50 is kind of an asshole mm-hmm. and they're entitled and they want their I'm not their normal makeup lady and they're pissed about that and this. that but I usually win them over I usually win those over right and she rattled off a handful of names that were super bitchy that like names that I knew because mm-hmm. it's kind of lifetime movies. I don't really watch lifetime movies, sure. but a lot of like kind of, mm, yeah, you're like not the, the demographic kind of in the temp, like yeah. the, uh, what do they call that? Like the, uh, twilight years of your acting career. A sure. lot of, a lot of women go, not no, women, not just women, but a- like, act, pr- but they their movie. lifetime movies, so there's lots of women in them. Yeah. Uh, uh, actresses will they'll go on those shows or on the, the in the act in those movies. Mm-hmm. It's a paycheck, and they still get to kind of sure. scratch that creative itch and whatnot. So she rattled off a handful of names. And I was like, Wow, really? I never pegged her for maybe being a bitch. And she's like, Oh, she was terrible. And I've I worked with her like six times. And then another woman who did. Uh, she actually just did. This is so funny. But I'm she really talk
0: about the really wealthy people. Well, and usually actors and actresses aren't that super wealthy.
2: Correct. Correct. Just yeah, but anyway, go But ahead. they're also famous. That's true. Which is another thing. That's a whole other different thing. So, like, and that's why they
0: gotta be more. They should be even more careful because. Correct. Because that can be gonna, damaging. Gonna bash the shit out of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: but then, but the woman that the other woman Who I just met recently worked as an esthetician. She predominantly did waxing, face, mm-hmm. genitals, butthole, everything, mm-hmm. and a whole new you. A whole new you, right near the bleach. <laughs> Those were the two names, <laughs> but uh, a whole new you—fucking perfect <laughs> anal anal bleaching salon. <laughs> god damn it! A whole new you. Anyway, <laughs> god damn it, you're so terrible, man. It's you hard. fucking no, sidetracked I, me. My, anyway, I'm sorry. I, I know we so, talk about butthole as, waxing. And yeah, I have to say that yeah, you, you have to you talk start, about it. You started, you started it. it, Richard. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, but she, she did do some really rich people cause it was in San Francisco in a very, sure. very high end. That's it was some old money there. Three story salon. Wow. Yeah. And like the heart of San Francisco and, and like, That's and I said, what are the, what was the most famous and like, or the most wealthy? And she's like, the most wealthy was this woman who was, who was married to a billionaire. Mm-hmm. And she was sweet, and they were most most of my clientele were very sweet. The richer they were, the nicer they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's she's like for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, who's the most famous person that you waxed that whose, whose genitals you've seen?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly how I sent the text. And she called me, and she's cackling with laughter. She's like, "That's the strangest text message I've ever gotten." <laughs> but I'm like, "You're talking about an intimate thing. You're not protected by clients like like doctor patient confidentiality with right. HIPAA. You can talk about this stuff, right?" And I said, so who's the, the the most famous, like worldwide recognizable? Put her on TV or him on TV? Gwyneth Paltrow and in the middle of nowhere, and no, even more famous. I'm just hoping it's Gwyneth Paltrow, Jennifer Lopez.
0: Ooh,
2: I was like, what? Wow. But also Cher. Wow. That's fucking neck and neck right yeah, there for yeah. famous. And there was a few others I can't re- remember. Those are the two. That, and be, those are the two I remember because I she sent me. Pictures that of that from them that were autographed to you know who I'm talking about to yes. her. Thanks so much. Da, 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 you always make me look and feel great. Like just love <laughs> share. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You have to
0: say Jennifer Lopez. You to, Lopez. But I asked her Lopez. like,
2: so uh, Lopez, Jennifer <laughs> Lopez, like C.F. of Cortez, Jenny from the Block, C of Cortez. <laughs> and I said, so so I got to ask, I got to ask the question. How good does her ass look in person? And she's like. It looks really good in person, even better than it does on TV or in movies or in magazines. Wow,
0: that's hard to believe, but yeah, you know, I believe it. But it looks
2: really good when she's nude from the waist down on all fours with her asshole in the sky, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, "You know, it sucks." I, I, sky high a hole. Yeah, sky high a hole. <laughs> I I kind of lost my shit when she told me that, and I was like, "And she?" And then she said, "Wow!" I just can't believe, like. I can't believe it. I said, "What can't you believe?" And she's like, "Well, I mean, you've you you've seen your you know patients in various states of undress." And I'm like, "I've seen friends of my friend, like female friends of mine, Mm -hmm. in various states of undress because I was the one who was like the only guy at the party who was strong enough and sober enough to lift them up off the fucking floor when they're throwing up and there's something like that." And and yeah, you like you turn that part of your brain off. Yes, because I have some attractive female friends that I have helped out in over the many many years that i've helped them out and they're like i need i need to take my shoes off i don't want to sleep in my pants i need to change and it was like you just kind of avert your eyes and you're going to see a titty or a butt crack like it's just going to happen right but we're all humans just a body at that point it's someone who i'm taking care of who cannot physically take care of themselves and somehow you just turn that off in your brain Mm -hmm. and it's like and, and I've heard that. I didn't know that that was a real thing until I worked in healthcare for a few years, and I realized that I have that ability in my brain to just kind of click that off.
0: Well, she has to kind of do that too. You can't sit there and just be, oh my god, I'm about to touch well, Jennifer well, Lopez's ass. She
2: she was starstruck at first, but like she's buttstruck. like with a buttstruck. <laughs> <sighs> god. Anyway, and she said, "What?" Well, I said, "It was a real waste." I said, "Why is that?" And she goes, "I really, I would have gotten so much more benefit if I was into women."
1: <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs>
2: but also, like i've I've had to care for you know uh, help you know patients that are infirm or some way shape or form they're female, they're attractive and it's even if you were into them, it's not there's it's like the old Seinfeld episode there's good naked and there's bad naked that's true yes bad naked is when someone is sick or they can't take care of themselves or yeah. th- that like that's that's not good naked no it's not that's not sexy naked that's like that's it
0: kind of changes you a little bit it, it really makes you does think about all the big questions and stuff yeah
2: yeah, yeah and it kind of messes with your you know your uh, it uh your, your your it messes with the relationship that you have with that person yeah so, oh, yeah. anyhow, so the yeah, the, I, I also feel like a lot of it has to do with entitlement, and uh, people toward the tail end of their lives tend to get more impatient because they don't have much time left. Yeah. that's my theory. Yeah, as to why people. All right, well, so just that, that's, treat what you're, that.
0: that's what you, now you're finally coming to your theory. So that's
2: what that's it is, my is theory. It? That's okay. my theory. I don't have a good explanation, but that's my theory. And then the outliers that aren't of you know an older generation that are acting like that, they're those they're, they're just assholes. Right. They're spoiled. They they feel like their shit doesn't stink and. I don't know I, I feel like lately I just I kind of want to be the person to Let them know that their shit Does in fact stink Kind of like the right. confrontation With the lady the other day
0: Yes Yeah
2: I'm sorry You want to shit on Kingman constantly Every fucking interaction I've ever heard of with it's, her Is her it's, bitching about it's
0: unbelievable And we knew That's why I saw her when she was coming in I went oh god <laughs> And she didn't disappoint
2: Right She didn't She yep. fell right into the fucking trap Yep She she That she set herself And I think I don't know how upset she got But uh
0: she didn't want to say anything much after that, because I, I thought I was going to say something, too, but I thought, no, Joe kind of kind of said enough. Yeah. I'll let that sort of simmer.
2: Well, what she said, folks, was like a, a, a previous encounter maybe a week or two before she had talked a bunch of shit and in was, front was of, and, 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 in, in front of someone who's getting ready to invest a lot of money in this fucking town and yeah. was doing nothing but, I can't wait to get the fuck out of this town. Fuck this town. This town, town, sucks. This town sucks. Every restaurant sucks. All the bars suck. All the people suck. And I can't wait to get the fuck out of this town. <laughs> <laughs> to this guy that she just met. Right.
0: Has no idea who he is. Doesn't
2: know who he is or what he's trying to do and accomplish in this town. And we had our yeah, we, I,
0: we had our energy in our table and good conversation. I wanted everything. to
2: put my fist through her fucking chest and rip her heart out. I was so fucking mad. Yeah. I calmed down and then we saw her the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, hey, guys, how's the food? How's the service? Like, they were great. She goes, well, I guess there's one place in town that you get good good service. And well, actually, I,
0: I said. Well, Something I, like that. I, I said it was it was, it was okay. I said you, whatever. I, I didn't give it super, super high rating. Correct. Rated. Correct. I was yeah. just being a little bit on, And I was actually, to be honest, I have to say this. One of the reasons I was even saying that was because she was probably there and just ruined my mood. Yeah, <laughs> so that's probably why. Yeah, I didn't you probably would have given
2: a stellar review if it weren't for a fucking yeah, Karen. God damn it, went,
0: a li- Linus with yeah. the dark cloud and the smelly blanket. Yeah,
2: no shit, coming along. God, that anyway, was so, that was Pigpen. So he goes, well, yeah, that, that just was,
0: a, a, a typical Kingman or something like that, that. That was Pigpen, by the way.
2: Oh, I, what, for the people are gonna scream I into their Linus? fucking yeah, he said Linus. Oh, that was wrong. He played the piano.
0: It was so he did. He was awesome. Yeah, player. Anyway. Uh, anyway. And then you said, can't do that. You said you can't cut down all the places. I said,
2: really? Really? Nowhere in Kingman? Because there's a lot of places in Kingman you get really good food and fantastic service. I work at one of them. But also, like there's lots of places around here. Right. And, and there are. Yeah. She and she's you know what like. Say. Well, I'm uh, um, like, yeah. Like, like really. Well, I,
0: I guess. Yeah. I guess you're there, right.
2: There's a ton of places. Really, really good places in Kingman. Yeah. Again kind of goes back to what i started at the beginning of the segment yep if you wake up in the morning and some guy somebody crosses uh, cuts you off in traffic that's an asshole that's just one asshole you all you see is shit and assholes mm. all day long maybe you're the shitty asshole and she's a shitty asshole
0: and the whole point was that she kept saying that she you know she's planning on moving or whatever it's like and when's it gonna happen yeah because... it can't happen
2: soon enough yeah go talk shit about some other fucking place right i hope she moves somewhere that she is so outmatched and outclassed Cause she thinks that she's hoity-toity for Kingman, but I really hope she retires somewhere like fucking Napa, where she'll look like she's a fucking five-dollar whore. Oh like I cannot fucking stand people like that. Cause you know she's abused waitstaff a hundred percent. Oh yeah, you yeah. know it. You just you don't have any evidence to to but to support that, but you just know. In
0: fact, I know why. Now I'm now going to really detail why. I'm not going to get into all the details of why I didn't give it super high mark. Cause I told you. During when I was eating, I said, you know, I really don't. Lo- I want to know if you don't this like burger. blue cheese
2: on on your burger. Right. But yeah. That,
0: that's, that's what's on there, and I didn't order it without it. Whatever. I said I will just have this burger because what we'll, because what the fuck. You yeah. Know? And that's why you know it was like oh god you know yeah it was okay but I didn't want I did not want to engage in a conversation with this person have it have her be around any longer. I really
2: didn't. I, I didn't want her to be around any longer because if she had been around any longer, I would have really dispatched with her, and it would have probably it wouldn't have been a scene, but she definitely would have walked away like. I'm gonna hire a guy to strangle this dude like that like she I I could tell but she also you could tell that one she's of a a certain age yes where you just don't question your elders and she has the attitude that she seemed like she just never been questioned on her fucking talking shit and people just roll their eyes and just let it roll off their back, but I'm sorry, she insulted a ton of my friends and people I respect. And I think literally that, my peers. She like I work in the service yeah. industry, and she insulted a bunch of my peers, and i I just couldn't fucking let it stand.
0: I think that what you'd accomplish though for us uh, both, or for you for you, and then if I'm ever hanging around, if she ever sees you hanging around, or she won't probably approach again. Probably won't.
2: Just fine. Yeah, I'm totally okay with that. I, yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm okay being uh, an old bitch repellent. Because you know what? The nice old ladies, <laughs> they fucking love me. Yep. They bring me a big jar, like Miss Jean, the little little old uh, blind lady that comes into Blackbridge oh, yeah. on Saturdays. She's yeah. she's so fucking sweet. She'll be 96 this year. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and, like, she loves me. At Christmas time, and then if she thinks about it, she'll, she likes to roast. She likes to buy raw nuts bulk at Trader Joe's in mm-hmm. Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. once a month, she goes up there with her sister or something. And... She'll roast them herself in a frying pan and puts her own spices in and her mm-hmm. own salt and all, all different types of oil. And she brings me a jar of it every year for Christmas. And then every April, she can never really remember when my birthday is. She just knows it's in April. Is it close, close? And she gets yeah. close. Yeah. But then she had some left over from Christmas that she forgot about that were that were in the, her cupboard. And she brought them to me a few weeks ago. Nice. And I'm like, oh, Gene, you're such a sweetheart. Like I just fuck. Old ladies love me unless right. you're an asshole like right. that woman that that I confronted. Oh I anyway, I wouldn't even call it a confrontation, I just, I I just, you just called her out with what needed to be happening. Yeah, I called her, called her out on something I felt was important that she needed to know, and that's that she's indicting an entire industry and a whole bunch of people that I care and care about and respect. Yep. No fucking business for that. And then maybe they'll give her a moment of pause when she goes to treat someone else like shit later on, because more and more people are starting to do what I do, Mm -hmm. is call those people out publicly. Mm Mm-hmm. And shame them, because that, sometimes that's all that works. Yep. Because I hope she went home that night or went back to her table and was like, this fucking guy was being an asshole, da, 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 said this, da, da, da. and whoever she was sitting with was like, You're probably fucking, he's, he was right. <laughs> they
0: should have just laughed at her. You know, today. Yeah, uh-huh. like that.
2: Yeah, that's one of those personality finally, quirks that sucks. So like yeah, finally, somebody fucking said something to your ass. <laughs> but I also don't have a problem calling people out on shit like that. Like, I really don't. And I... and I, and. I I, maybe I'll be one of those cantankerous old fuckers in 30 years or 40 years from now that is, you know, ah, goddamn, nobody wants to work anymore. And like, no, nobody wants to work for you, Joe, because you're fucking dick. Like, I would <laughs> hope somebody younger than me if I turn into that asshole, like, fucking call me out for being sure. an asshole. Because you're never going to change if you don't know you're doing something wrong. Right. And I have a feeling that people like that haven't always been like that.
0: One of the funny things, though, you see on a couple of our local little stupid little Facebook pages around here is you know that people uh, call out Let's say uh, fast food restaurants like, you know, I clearly ordered this McDonald's cheeseburger without pickles and it came with pickles and I will never go to. Right. I'm going, really? So a fast food place got an order wrong and you're going to this is going to ruin your you're going to go on Facebook. My favorite. You're going to make a post on Facebook about your McDonald's.
2: Cheeseburger. The last time I, like, is that, what is that? Kingman Orchids and Onions or whatever. I, I, because I got rid of that shit over a year ago because I just couldn't deal with it. These people are, it's like the, it's like the, the dregs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, there was some guy on his rant and was like they want us to pay them $15 an hour and they can't even get my hamburger right and blah, 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 blah. And I said, I guess you get what you pay for. And I, and that guy, he responded and he goes what the fuck is that supposed to mean like real angry and I was like what it means is is that if you pay someone minimum wage they're gonna do a minimum job they're not gonna do a good job they're also kids right okay so no they didn't get your fucking burger right right you got what you paid for you didn't pay very much money for it that person wasn't getting paid very much money so guess what you got A incorrect order right if you went to if you went to a restaurant where they pay their wait staff above you know the minimum you're so probably you going to get the order right.
0: You should expect a little bit better uh, yeah. service and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then he was like, "Oh well, I, I don't, I see the there's a flaw in that logic." I'm like, "Yeah, what's the <laughs> flaw?" And then, he, then the whole fucking post got deleted
0: because um, I just
2: made him look fucking stupid. Yes, I'm like, you you're, you're, "You're, you're, you you, get what you pay for," and that's didn't the we, that's just the proper answer to that. Speaking of fast food, I
0: think it was not that many episodes ago, didn't I say that I I really can't wait until one of the fast food chains at some point is fully automated because that that interests me. I want to go there and order something. And I want to see a, a totally computer-controlled made burger. Yeah, that spits out of the bottom of a machine. I think or it, would something. Kinda,
2: it would be kind of it would be kind of cool to see that. Just and
0: just, to, just to see, and I don't it's it's nothing against kid workers at or
2: anybody that works n- at a fast food. No, not at all.
0: It's nothing. It doesn't. I am just fascinated by this technology and see how good it is.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah, I, I absolutely would love to see like that. If they
0: had like one person working there all the time, that's it. Like if they had one person in the in the McDonald's as an yeah. example, and all they did was monitor all the machinery and just it was spitting out burgers and fries all the time and. It just, it just, I don't know. I, don't I think know that would be that,
2: fascinating to work at a place like that, to be that guy, like the or, or whoever it, it is, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know.
0: it's just a new thing, so I'm not I'm not afraid of anything. Oh, I called a, one of the one of the Facebook pages. There's a bunch of older guys or or non aviation people. There's always something that comes on there that has to do with a newer technology, let's say. And there's a, everybody that just piles in. And I said, I said, I you know, luddite aviators. I said, huh, weird. Yeah, I just it didn't makes sense to me. If you're in aviation, it, it, not that long ago, it was a brand new technology.
2: It's still a fairly new technology, yes, and you
0: would kind of welcome newer technologies. I said a bunch of aviation luddites on this on this page. I said that's just weird to me, you know. And I, I got a handful of likes on that one, but well,
2: there's there, and there's you dealt with that too because you're kind of considered cutting edge because you your you, your plane's plastic. Sure, you know what I mean. And it's 19, middle 50s, late 50s technology. It's been around a lot by now. It's like but Jesus. You got these guys that are like, oh, fuck, don't trust a plastic airplane. Right. Yeah, you probably didn't trust anything. Your grandpa or great grandpa didn't trust anything other than a fucking horse, but look at you driving a car. And by the
0: way, a bunch of aluminum airplanes do corrode in fatigue and they wings snap into yep. because of that. Yeah. Doesn't happen with a composite.
2: It really doesn't. It just
0: doesn't. Anyway, I was
2: thinking point. what one last thing on the McDonald's like automated fast food. I would love like they will be like, oh, yeah, the robots are taking over. It would be nice if they had somebody who just complained they could send one of those robot like a Terminator and right. just knock on the door and like, oh, are you uh, Johnny fucking dipshit from Facebook?
0: <laughs>
2: yes. What can I do for you? And just like just grabs him by the throat and lifts him up and just smashes his head in the doorway a few <laughs> times and said, don't talk about robots because <laughs> you can't put a robot in jail. They'll right. kill you. It's a Terminator.
0: I guess we'll have to have, you know, robot uh, Karens at some point. To, oh, to, God. To, to complain. Oh, to walk yes. in and complain to all the other robots <laughs> that are that are fucking up their order. Like,
2: do you know what this fucking guy did to me today? I can't believe this. <laughs> he <laughs> knows that I require 5W30, and he brought 020. That's bullshit. So I'm going to get on fucking Robot Yelp. and.
0: <laughs> That's a whole fucking industry right there. That would be hilarious. Yeah. But- Yeah. To have all this AI stuff and robots complaining to each other. And, like,
2: how AI just eventually just arrives at the, like, once it reaches a certain, like, pinnacle of education and experience level and has learned everything it can learn. Mm -hmm. uh, It just stops learning and just acts like a 70-year-old. Starts being a dick. Just (laughs) starts being a real fucking asshole. You're like, back in my day, (laughs) when was your day, T-145? Three (laughs) weeks ago when I was put together by my robot overlords. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, on that ridiculous note. Is that it? Are we done? I think that's it. God, I hope so. All right, folks, have a good week.
1: Bye.